How you going, uh, Quinny, Sharky and Maggie, is it? It is indeed. The A-teamers, we've been calling ourselves all day and we've been enjoying your calls. That looks like the track's playing really fairly and we've got a cracking edition of the Bendigo Cup today. We certainly have. We That's the way to do it, Quinny. You know that's you got to say you're good. <laughs> Don't rely on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no praise like self-praise, but how have you assessed the date? the day so far. It looks like the track's playing really well. We've seen winners come wide, shoot up the middle, be up on speed, which is probably what you want to see on such a big day. Yes, no, tracks uh, hasn't let us down here, that's for sure. It's in amazing order, and uh, you've seen them, yeah, do pretty much everything here today. It's terrific ground. Uh, they've got it right, and we've had beautiful weather, unfortunately. We just haven't uh, had anybody here, but anyway, we'll, we're going to fix that, aren't we? How do you find calling? Because you're such an enthusiastic race caller, the crowd bounces off you, and I dare say you probably bounce off the crowd from time to time. Has it been a little bit challenging to self-motivate and get your excitement levels up without a crowd? Oh, look, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's it's easier. Like if you you know you're calling, uh, you know, Warnable Carnival or even today, it's it's the racing itself gets you up enough. But I mean, it is it is different like I really feel for Matty Hill you know because in the Melbourne Cup when you're looking for 24 horses the the crowd almost and I feel it down at Warnable the crowd lets you know when there's something happen you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> there's something happen the crowd nearly go before it happens and uh, and and that certainly does help you there's no doubt about it and um with you know it's it it's, it's certainly different there's no there's no two ways about it we haven't had lloyd and nick come in in the helicopter today i was wondering <laughs> whether they were going to allow that but it hasn't come in he's got uh, two runners in the cup no landing in the infield there but um rick i heard it was your birthday during the week so big cheerio to you and happy birthday um how do you assess this cup you mentioned the williams runners we've also had a few tips for the local hope probably um uh, for supergirl trying to get her over the line but how do you assess the race and what have you got on top um look it's probably the most intriguing race ever because there's a few horses that are desperate to win and 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 go well enough that uh uh, Mr. Carpenter gives them a kilo or something and helps them into the cup, which he he likes doing. You've got to say that. I mean, he supports Geelong and Bendigo. If if you win the cup, if you win of our win one of our country cups, and you go well enough, he'll do his best uh, to make sure he uh, y- you get a chance to get in uh, to the low. You know, whether it be a local or an import, he's always done that. So there's a, there's a good carrot up here as well as the prize money. Um, so Zabrowski's probably one of those, to be honest. I mean, he'd like to, he'd like to have a nice win and, and, and make his way into the cup. I mean, that's what they've been prepping him for all the time. But then, uh, Pondus hasn't come out here for fun either. And Saracen Knight's heading that way. So they're all, um, they're all in a similar boat. And, you know, I think it's going to make for a most, uh, intriguing race, to be honest. Rick Shark here. What's the best, Bendigo Cup performance you can remember, and we've we've touched on the the Macedon Lodge sort of horses they've set for the race. Do you go back as far as horses like Gallic, or, or is it you know Poussons de Lunes and the like that you remember as some of the better wins? Um, well, Poussons de Lunes was a sensational win to go to the front, and I think he ran a he equal the track record at the time. Um, I, I, and I didn't enjoy that so much. I actually didn't call that one. I got. The, <laughs> I got the big A for Greg Sharky, so <laughs> that wasn't one of my favourites. Oh. Even though, even though Weary's my mate and he won it, it was like. Uh, but no, no, that was that was a, that was definitely. A, I'm saying that all tongue in cheek. That was definitely a good one. 
Um, I love Gaelic. Um, I, I called both his wins. And, um, yeah, he, he was a favourite. He's got a bar named after him here. And for those who remember him, I mean, he was uh, he, his second one. He came back after injury and just did a remarkable job. I mean, he was an iron horse. Um, one of my favourite wins, and it's just because you've caught me on the hop here. I'm going to have to try and remember the win, but it was 2000. It was the first Bendigo Cup I called for Channel 10, and it was one of the most moving uh, moments I'd, I'd ever had because I was... Uh, well, I was 30, so that means it was my 50th during the week, Maggie, yeah. <laughs> um, and Nashville Willow won the race, and he was a Bendigo apprentice. And John Keating wasn't riding at the time because he was having terrible weight trouble. Well, him and Nash were really good mates. They'd done their apprenticeship together in Bendigo. And Nash was doing the pony, the Chris, the Chris Simons, you know, John Letts job. And uh, it was so moving after the race. Nash, at such a young age, as an apprentice, wins his Bendigo Cup. When he wins his Bendigo Cup, um, for Jonathan Munns, I think it was from memory, owned it. And um, Yammer, Yammer, that's it, Yammer. That was my first Bendigo Cup. I'd, sorry, Shark, I got that many names running around in my head today. It wasn't a good time to ask me uh, to, to come up with it. But yeah, Yammer was the one, and it was so moving after the race with Johnny Keating was so emotional for his mate Nash he won a Bendigo Cup as an apprentice and they were sort of both nearly in tears as they were doing the uh, the interview and, 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 and I was the caller for Channel 10 it, was a, it, it still sticks in my mind to this day like it was just an amazing um, it was an amazing TV moment you know that, that Channel 10 managed to uh, to capture on their coverage so that that, that and that and being my first was um, it, it'll be an all-time Highlight, but you've probably hit the nail on the head, Gaelic and Pasonstal, and you come up with a couple of rippers there. And, Rick, the field this year, it's so very good, and we're going to get a good story out of it no matter who wins, but there's a couple of runners at the top that we could easily look back in 12 months' time on the day they went and won the Bendigo Cup, and they've gone on to do some really good things since. Oh, well, look, there's no doubt that all the horses, you know, your Zabrowski's and the two Lloyd horses, and, I mean, Sharky knows the Melbourne form way better than I, but they're genuine top ten chances if they get into the cup because they've got they're going to have no weight. Um, they've all been trained for two mile, and there's a fair bit of you know they're going to get a nice hit out today six days before the cup. There's a fair bit of upside to um, to a, to was the Browse Lloyd runners I would have thought as far as you know. All right, we don't all they don't bet on well they bet on the top ten in the cup, but there's a lot of money at stake. Um, they, they, they could be genuine top ten chances in the cup, and and the fairy tale's going to be Supergirl, I guess. Well, we've already seen one local winner with uh, Shane Fleetner training High Stranger. It's always a big day for the Bendigo local trainers, isn't it, Rick? Targeting this um, race day throughout the year, and Shane's very—I don't know what his strike rate is at that Cup day, but it's been pretty good in the last few years if you follow his stable in. Yes, no, Shane doesn't miss Cup Day here. You've got to, yeah, he hasn't done since he moved to Bendigo, um, you know, 20 years ago. Um, the, the Supergirl's an interesting one because she ran fifth in this race last year, carried 54 kilos, and, um, nobody, uh, nobody knew her. She was virtually out of the wilderness. I'll get this for one moment. Just hang on. Live radio here. <laughs> Broadcast. Right out. There you go. Number four in the cup's going to wear a yellow cap. Uh, that is Inverloch uh, uh, because it's got the same colours as Hacky. So there you go if, if you um, happen to be looking to the vision. The uh, 
Yeah, Supergirl's an interesting story because she ran fifth with 54 kilos last year when everyone said she shouldn't have been in the cup and went fantastic and then went to a new level after that. And she turns up this year, she's only got 55. Uh, from If you go on last start, she's probably going better. She's bigger and stronger. But I just worry... I guess the worry with her is, you know, how many runs have you got? They they uh, dreamt of a Melbourne Cup, so they had a wound-up first up, one at Sandown. Um, she had a couple of flat runs afterwards. They couldn't afford to stop on her and freshen her because they, the dream was Melbourne Cup. So they train her through it, and then she has a couple of runs where she has tempo against and things don't go right, and then she's finally, yeah, she's gone good last start. But you just, uh, you wonder whether, whether that Melbourne Cup Dream has got in the way of the prep a little bit, but she's um, she's she's certainly more suited and, and not worse off th- at the weights and a, and a better commodity than what she was when she ran fifth in it last year and and top of the range ran a track record at the time. So um, you know the cup rated pretty well. Who's your tip, Rick? Who's going to win the cup this year? I tip Zabrowski. I put it on top the six, um, beaten by Shapata. I'm not a not a big Shapata man, to be honest, but um, last start, I went with Zabrowski to beat Supergirl and then the, the two Lloyd runners are the other two that are uh, really, really in the mix. Ben Hayes was putting up a little bit of a case earlier on the TV for uh, Fury and first time he's ever worn blinkers and he said he's come on great since his last run and, and uh, Jerry's won the race before, so maybe he's another one to include in the multiples. There we go. A couple of local whispers there. Go. Yes, Sorry, sir. Nick. Before we let you go, Rick, Warrnambool aside, because I know how much you love Warrnambool, but it, what's the Country Cup carnival that you've missed most off the track this year during COVID? Because we know that the country communities love to get around the racetracks, but in the towns after the race day itself is so much fun. What's the one apart from Warrnambool that you've missed? Uh, good question. Well, probably Monangatang and Witchy because they haven't been, uh, they haven't been on. Um, you know, they've, mm. they've yeah, no, no cup this year. Witchy was going to be Derby, Derby, been going there for twenty years, and um, and not this year. And and Monangatang, I've got a uh, my son who he could one of my many sons, no Harry, who's who's eleven. He's gone to, I reckon, six Monangatang cups with me. And the two of us drive up together, and then on the way home, we walk the track at Witchy, have tea in the Witchy pub and come home, and it's just a great day out. And to be, you know, it's, it's just something that we've done together since he was, oh, maybe five. So he's he's done it five through to 11, and he gets up there strapping, carrying the saddles out for Osti Coffee and thinks he's uh, thinks he's a strapper and has a day out. And it's, it, look, just, just a country day like that, for instance, is... Um, it's fantastic, and Witchy, they have the they have the kids the kids go up with me to Witchy, and they go in the running kids running races down the straight after the last, and you know probably the ones we 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 haven't had, I've <laughs> missed as much as anything, Sharky. Well, Rick, we really appreciate you having a chat, especially on such a busy day for you. You've been calling beautifully. I don't want to go the early crow, but I know you'll call the remaining three races, especially the Cup, with the passion and flair that we love in your calls. Best of luck and thanks for having a chat. No worries. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so because it was, Top of the Range is one of my favourite ever calls last year and I'd, um, I'd love to top it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backing you to do so, Rick. So call with gusto and give it strength. Good on you. Thanks, team.